You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. It takes five to seven years for a family that comes together, a blended family, to form their new family identity. I share our story on purpose because I want people to know that God works through imperfect situations. So a lot of times we have this blended family thing where we add each other and stir, like Kool-Aid. When we put our children um, before our marriage, you know, this is where we start to see lots of division, you know, so their division sets division in their house. Their unity brings unity to the house. It takes time to form and norm your marriage. There's no hopeless marriage and there's no hopeless families. Dear young married couple, you're in a busy season of your life. You're probably working and involved in ministry. On top of that, you might even be parents or students. You're maxed, but you really want to stay connected in your marriage. And that's why we're bringing this podcast to you. I'm Adam King. And I'm Carissa King. And we work with busy couples just like you in our counseling office here in Sacramento, California. We also work with couples all over the world through online counseling. And our couples are really just looking for ways to communicate with each other more effectively. Some of them are looking to heal from a breach in trust or find direction in fulfilling the purpose that God has for them. So come and join us as we have a conversation. We'll talk with therapists, authors, pastors, and other couples who will pour into us, giving us tools to become more intimately connected, get adventurous, and find purpose. Welcome to the Dear Young Married Couple podcast. This episode is going to be dedicated to the three blended family pitfalls that can break up your marriage. And this is a very um, needed topic. We've had a lot of people ask us to cover this. And uh, today, we're going to do that. And we have a lovely guest here that we are privileged to have with us on the podcast today. Before we introduce her, we wanted to give a shout out to My Three Arrows. They left a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. They said, younger or older couples can both gain wisdom from these podcasts. Thank you for addressing real topics married couples encounter. So thanks, My Three Arrows, for leaving a review. It helps a lot. So we're excited to introduce to you our podcast guest today, Cynthia Eldridge. Cynthia is a licensed marriage and family therapist, as well as a professor at Wilson University. And she has a master's degree in counseling, a master's in business administration, and a bachelor's in health science. Um, Very qualified to be talking with us today about the blended family pitfalls that can break up your marriage. Um, So Cynthia, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Carissa and Adam. I'm so glad and actually honored to be here to work with you guys today. So thank Aww, you. Thank you. We're excited. Cynthia has um, she, she has a special place in our heart because she um, was actually my first intern years ago when I went on maternity leave. And I was like, I need help with these evals while I'm on maternity leave. And she she jumped in and um, she has her own practice now, which um, is called Imagine Me. Uh, Is that the full title? Yeah. uh, Imagine Me Eldridge Family Counseling is the full title. All right. Yes. And so she works with a lot of kiddos, a lot of families, couples. um, And then she also is 
um, a counselor at a school. So she sees a lot. I mean, almost all of your students, your clients at the school are part of a blended family. Correct. Yeah. If not all, right? Like, Correct. Yeah. So you see so many blended families, not to mention you're part of a blended family yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so share with us maybe just to kick things off a little bit about your own family. So people know where you're coming from in terms of um, like the structure of your blended family. Okay. So um, my little family is, uh, it actually is us five. So if you ever follow me on Instagram, I'm Eldridge Five Love. So uh, Eldridge Five Love. <laughs> Um, and we were created uh, in 2001, and we are what we call a his and um, his mine and ours family. Okay, nice. <laughs> so my husband had a son previous to our marriage, and I had a son previous to our marriage as well as, uh, and then we had our own. Mm -hmm. um, so you know, it was interesting. We all got together. Um, it was a, I called a whirlwind romance. Uh -huh. It was short, sweet, and to the point, God just blessed it. <laughs> and we ran smack dab into the middle of blended family. Oh, things. wow. <laughs> so how old were the uh, the two that you had already when you guys so got married? So my oldest was five. Mm -hmm. And uh, my young, well, and then Jordan was uh, one and a half. So okay. It wasn't quite okay. two. Okay, yeah. so five and one and a half. Mm -hmm. And then how long did you guys wait to have your third? Um, let's see, probably a year and a half okay. because they're three years apart. Jordan and okay. Josh are three years apart. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. So yeah, you guys just jumped right in with, I mean, that's a hard age too for any family to have a one and a half year old and a five year old. So that's, I mean, they're toddlers and starting school and developmental challenges already and then to throw in blended family yeah because you know it's um blended family sometimes kind of go through that i call it the awkward kind of stage okay. right um where you know you're trying to figure out what do people call the other significant mm -hmm. other you know the yeah. spouses or the parents and things like that what do they call them um are you going to be called by your name are you going to be called by you know like a more endearing name how mm -hmm. do you develop these relationships yeah. how do you put things together um, you know, and ours was not, I mean, for, for my son, um, it was a little, he was younger, so it was a lot easier, mm -hmm. a lot easier. And, um, now for my oldest son, you know, so he had a mom, he has his mom, his mom was in his life, uh -huh. you know, and then here I come. Actually, I remember one time, a particular story he told me one time is we were in the house, we were in the house and we were getting things ready. This is pre, pre marriage. So we okay. started our changing our roles over okay. before we actually, you know, um, got married. Uh -huh. um, and so what he told me and I was like, well, I need you to clean that. I told him, I need you to clean the house. And he says, um, actually it's me and my dad's house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And it was like, you know, that was kind of that first, like, you wow. know, whoa, <laughs> kind of awkwardness. I don't think I told my husband that for a few years after that, right? And, but you remember it because oh, it was like, clear. That, like that punch. Huh? It was. And it was like, actually, and, you know, and it's like, that's the finesse, right? How yeah. do you handle mm -hmm. that, right? Because mm -hmm. it was his and his dad's house. This right. is where they were living, you know? Yes. And this is where he felt home and, yeah. and comfortable. And I was the new person coming in, uh -huh. right? Yeah. And so, you know, and I was like, yeah, it was, it, it's gonna be all of our houses, you know? And uh -huh. so how do you start to kind of finesse that conversation, yeah. Yeah. you know, with the older older children that mm -hmm. have knowledge, you know, of what's going on. They have knowledge of the original uh, family structure totally. and what they want it to have happen. Yes. Um, so it was so interesting to kind of go into it. And so, you know, we got hit with 
parenting styles, mm-hmm. right? Sure. That um, happens. Communication, um, all those different areas. I said, but the thing is, is that I often tell people um, is that, and it's happened for us, you mm-hmm. know, is we were hit with being, um, learning to be a couple mm-hmm. as well as all of a sudden learning to be parents to other children. All at the same time. All Such at the same time. Such a difficult um, like challenge there. Cause like, I think before we started, I said like, it's hard enough developing your marital, like how we relate to each other and, and you know, like how do we figure stuff out and, you know, all that stuff. And then learning how to be a parent, that's difficult in itself. But then all of that at once. In real time. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you've yeah. got to make decisions and you've got learning, trying to figure out, am I doing this right? Am I reacting out of emotions? You know, there's a lot of things that we're just not aware of. Then you start pulling from your families of origins of how things were. Mm. And, you know, we can actually do a lot of damage if we're not careful. Yeah. You know. Probably a lot of damage quickly if you're quickly. not careful. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's always interesting just because, you know, you don't, if you don't take in consideration everyone's feelings. Right. And that's everyone. And, you know, a lot of times parents just discount the feelings of their children, mm. even prior to getting married. Right. Um, you know, it's, it's our decision, you know, and we're going to get married. And, you know, when you approach it in that manner, you know, you're already um, inviting fires, you know, yeah. to start to go along, you know. Um, and so you want to be able to be uh, really, you know, bring everyone kind of alongside um, and allow them to, you know, get used to ideas. I said, because the biggest thing is that, you know, in terms of blending families and Mm -hmm. getting um, them all kind of like on one accord is developing relationships, you know, and sometimes that can be difficult. So I use the the, uh, example of my oldest son and, you know, this is our house, you Uh know. (laughs) Totally. And so, you know, actually, you know, our, our union was not, as people see us now and they're like, they have no idea that my family is blended mm. and it's funny. And I, I share our story on purpose because I want people to know that God works through imperfect situations. Yeah. Right. Yeah, thank you for that. Too. And yeah. uh, you're welcome. Um, and so I think it's so important because some people think that, you know, oh, they're just, you know, perfect yeah, things, yeah. you know, and I'm like, um, no, you know, yeah. <laughs> but I God can work. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, we, our relationship was not always as strong as what you see. And it's Mm -hmm. funny because I kind of think back, I almost forget about those times, Mm -hmm. right? Where it was, it was more estranged because my son wanted to make sure um, that he honored both sides. Mm -hmm. You know, he was very um, specific in, I'm going to spend as much time with my mom as I spend with you guys. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, everything was split from vacations, everything. That's Mm -hmm. just the way his mind thought. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to make sure that he he honored, he protected his mom and yeah. everything else. Um, so and, you, therefore, you weren't as close because he had those loyalties. Right. Okay. Um, it was hard to really um, understand. There were a lot of things that I learned later. Mm. Right. Um, that I really came. I, I wished I wished I had been a therapist or something or gotten ex- yeah. help at that time. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I think there's so many things that I didn't realize what's going on, mm-hmm. right? My own kid was really going through that whole divorce reaction. Yeah. He really was. He was just quiet about it. Right, which he was grieving. And you teach grief and loss. Mm-hmm. So you understand that concept yes. of that, that he's grieving. And absolutely, um, you know, and I didn't recognize it. You know, um, it was funny as he was, uh, I was probably going through school to become a therapist um, uh, when he was a senior, Mm-hmm. And he started writing his college essays. Mm-hmm. 
And it was so therapeutic for him. Um, And for me, it was so insightful because he began to really unpack what was going on for him. Um, What was so interesting to me was um, he shared that when he was in, I think it was eighth grade. It wasn't until eighth grade. Now they had his family, his his mom and dad had been divorced since he was four. Okay. Right. And it was eighth grade. And he thought he was the only person to experience divorce. He was already he had self kind of isolated, you know, oh in a in a situation that he didn't feel like he could talk to anybody about wow. it or anything else. It was so interesting. Wow. And it's like, how can this be? We're in the two wow. thousands, right? Right. <laughs> right. So just kind of normalizing it a bit so they know they're not alone. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so it's like he went to he lived in Lancaster for about a year. And this is where he found people that were going through um, co-parenting, you know, Mm. living through it. And he was like, wow. But he talked so much about how his self-esteem had taken a hit, you know, Mm. and how many things that he just really um, went through, you Mm. know. And I was just like floored and aghast. Right. And I'm like, wow, my kid was really going through all these things. Mm -hmm. And I had absolutely no idea Mm -hmm. that this was going on. Like you said, he was going through it quietly. Mm -hmm. And not everybody handles grief in the same way. Right. And so maybe some of that um, awkwardness or standoffishness was just that Mm -hmm. the grief and loss. Sure. Mm -hmm. Right. So we're talking about a lot of the challenges um, that both the parents and the children face in a blended family. Um, and so we, you at the beginning, before we started recording, had talked about three specific pitfalls that um, parents can face that can actually um, break up your marriage. And so we wanted to ask you about those, and I'm sure there will be plenty of topics underneath each one. But what's the first pitfall um, that you see when you're working with blended families um, that can break up a marriage? Well, one of the first things really um, it's so important is that oftentimes one of the pitfalls is that we put our children before our marriage. Mm. Um, That is a misnomer. It's just not something that we should really be doing. Um, Mm. We always have to remember that the the basis of the foundation of the family is that marital union, Mm. you know, and we have to continue to strengthen that, um, you know, um, and, and not throw all of our resources into our kids, not necessarily take right. sides against their, you know, with, with the families and things of that nature. But, you know, um, this is also a pitfall that falls in regular, just marriage, right. you know, sure. uh, yeah. and, um, you know, we lose ourselves, we lose our, our union, union, right. we lose the communication and the intimacy that we, we need that helps us thrive. Our families right. thrive off of our marriage. They yes. thrive off of how we nurture our marriage, how we nurture each other. Um, and so, you know, that, that it feeds our family, you know, that love and that communication and, um, just time together. Mm. And so when we put our children, um, before our marriage, you know, this is where we start to see lots of division, Mm. um, that can happen within, um, our own family structure, right? Mm -hmm. Beneath our nose, under our roofs, Mm -hmm. you know, and, we start to see triangles. You know, right. we talk about triangles in our our uh, in therapy or in families and things what like that. What is a triangle? How, how well, a triangle. That? When we triangulate, what ends up happening is that there is usually three people, right? Mm-hmm. And two are aligned. So think about a triangle. The the base of a triangle is aligned. 
right? Mm-hmm. Then you got this like outlier <laughs> out here, yes. right? And the, those who are aligned will align together, right? They will support each other, mm-hmm. right? Against the outlier, yeah. right? Okay. And that gets a lot of problems. So when people, um, so say there's um, uh, um, the mom and the son, Mm-hmm. And it's her son, it's her biological son. And there's a conflict with the new dad, right? Mm-hmm. New stepdad, right? And so the mom says, well, no, I'm, you know, Johnny didn't do that, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm sticking up for Johnny, you know, mm-hmm. um, and I, I want to be careful, you know, I, I don't want you disciplining him, you know, I don't yeah. want any of these things that are going on. And so, you know, now you've got the husband, he's feeling set apart, right? Mm-hmm. Left out, right? Mm-hmm. Not apart, Teamed you know. up against. Yes, you know, yeah. so while we're supposed to be coming becoming uh, more cohesive as a family unit you know we're getting these jagged edges yeah. or we're getting these pieces mm-hmm. of the of Fractures. the triangle yeah, yeah. Right. you know and and those things do a lot of damage you know because they're internalized yep. right as to yeah. what's my role in this household mm-hmm. you know how is this going to be right. um you know um and quite honestly especially with families and moms and dads. I said, that's when the mama bears and papa bears come out. (laughs) So I've seen, I've seen this happen too in, um, in some families that I've worked with. Yeah. Traditional is it, you know, like you get married and then a few years later, you know, like you have a kid. So you have that time to form that cohesive, uh, you know, front, right. You know, like unity then you have a kid and then you're like, okay, you have time maybe to talk about how we parent and everything else. With the blended family, you're kind of getting thrown into all of that at once. Mm-hmm. And you kind of have this like bond with your child before this other comes in, right? So you, like my loyalty is almost to my kid because I, I, you know, you for you, you've been, had, together, longer. You've been together for five years. That's your baby. You're the mama bear. And this dude is now like kind of crossing with me or I don't like how you talk to him. So how do we start figuring out these, these new dynamics? Like how, how do you go about as maybe a therapist or even yourself slowing things down and say, okay, this is how we need to work through this. Well, one of the things that I, I actually realized um, and I realized early on is that um, that feeling that you have when you want to just like take up for your your kids and things like that is it's a fear right um we we feel responsible because we brought our kids into the situation right they weren't birthed out of the union right we brought them so if anything goes wrong if someone treats them wrong, you know, it's it's our fault. So that's okay. where you get that roar, you know, that comes out, right? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, being able to, want to, in order to kind of combat some of that, right? Number one, I say, be honest with it. You know, be honest and say, hey, I feel responsible for these kids. Mm, that's that's the better conversation versus I don't like how you're disciplining them. I don't like how you treat mm. them. You know, it's like, you know, let's just be honest and say, you know, I feel responsible and I'm afraid that, if anything happens wrong to these kids, it's my fault. So own it and then identify what the fear is. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's mm-hmm. good. And so, um, you know, it's so important, you know, we talked about like, what do we do with that, right? And and the communication that's so necessary, you know, prior to the nuptials, mm. right? And that brings us to pitfall number two. That would be reactive instead of proactive communication. Mm. Why is that a pitfall? Well, you know, um, when we have our conversations, you know, um, with 
or we're feeling at, you know, um, not at ease, you know, with situations that are going on. Right. So our number one thing is that we get really defensive. Right. We protect. Right. We do it for ourselves. We do it for our kids. You know, you know, if our teachers add something or the principal says something, we're already there to yes. balance our kids. out, right? <laughs> so, um, um, you know, but the, the thing is, I guess the fallacy is that, you know, um, speaking out of emotion, I think, you know, that's a, it's a really big thing, yeah. right? You know, because we can say things and I tell people all the time, I'm like, you can, um, squeeze all the toothpaste out of the toothpaste, out of the tube, right? Mm-hmm. But you can never put it back the mm-hmm. same way that it was, right? So, so words go out and they do exactly what they, you, int- they were intended to do, mm-hmm. right? Um, um, you're dumb, you're stupid. I don't like how you did that, right? No. Um, yeah. don't think about disciplining my kid, you know, <laughs> they don't, um, you know, they go out and do exactly what they say, what they were intended to do. They don't, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm sorry, doesn't take it back. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right. We still take it, go mm-hmm. back in the same right. way. I've then, heard, I've heard so many people say too, like, you know, you really say what you actually think mm-hmm. when you're, when you're mad. I kind of disagree with that because like when we're heated, your frontal cortex is off. Mm-hmm. So you're saying stuff that you really don't mean. Mm-hmm. You're in that animalistic mode, right? Because yeah. your judgment and reasoning and is off. And you're just off. trying to get through and hurt them sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's it's so important to be able to pull back, mm-hmm. right? To, that is a skill, you know. So when we work with couples, you know, that come in or families that come in, it's like, you know, you have to learn how to hear what someone's saying and how to listen without responding, mm-hmm. right? Um, so that you can take in what's, what's being said. Mm-hmm. Um, you can process. And everyone has a different way of processing. Some mm-hmm. people process really fast, right? right. And mm-hmm. some people need time to kind of go away and think about it, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone has to allow themselves that mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. opportunity um, so we're resolving conflict because that's what it is. Right. right. I said, because in the heat of the moment, you know, we can definitely share things that are not helpful. Uh-huh. Right. You know, all things may be lawful, but not all things are <laughs> expedient. Yeah. Right. They're not yes. helpful. Right. And if you rely on the in the moment communication, it's really just conflict rather than, like you said, proactive right. communication. What's a tip that you can give someone to actually be proactive in their communication, especially when it comes to blended family concerns. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to piggyback on what the first solution would have been, would have been forming a united front, Mm, right? mm -hmm. And then communicate, 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 right? Um, And so um, understanding that your spouse is not um, the enemy, right? Mm -hmm. That understanding that um, they have the best, um, um, uh, everyone's interests at heart, Right. right? right? Believing they don't the, want everything to break right, down. Right. Be, believing the best mm-hmm. of your of your spouse, right? Yeah. Believing the best. What is the heart? I tell everybody all the time, you know, you got to understand the heart. Under, mm-hmm. Understand, you know, someone may be saying something totally different, but what do you know about yeah. them? Mm-hmm. What do you know about their core yeah. and who they are and everything else? And sometimes you have to lean on that because people don't mm-hmm. know what they're doing or saying through new situations. And, they're, mm-hmm. and think about it. Everyone's kind of going through it at the same time, mm-hmm. you know, processing it and experiencing it in their way. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I, as a mom, is going to experience things different than my husband. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. right? So, he, you know, um, as we know, with husband and wife roles. Right. Yeah. Mom and dad roles are just different. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, and so being able to set aside time. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And come together okay. um, and, and aligning yourselves in terms of the forming a united front and talking about the things that are hard. Mm-hmm. Parenting styles. Discipline. Yeah. How are we going to do this? Right. Yeah. Reward chores, 
um, household routines, yes. you know, all those things. And how are we going to come up with a plan yes. for our family? Right? So like if this was all written down right now, I'd take a big old highlighter and highlight this because this is something I see in so many couples. What they try to do is in the moment address something right. like, I don't like that. Stop that, <laughs> you know, or like, you know, stop picking up. It's not out. fair for... Right, yeah. yada, yada, whatever. And then, of course, that is just going to like, I felt disrespected and it blows mm. the top off of everything. So what you're saying here is, okay, it's not the right time in this, in the, when it's escalated, when you're reactive, but set aside time to talk about how are we going to discipline? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And just hit that when you guys are like in your right mind, not right after someone disciplines someone that they... And they didn't like it. Correct. Correct. Do you have a recommendation for that, by the way? Like a rule of thumb for blended families on um, disciplining your non-biological children? <laughs> I don't think really, it is a stickly one. Um, and I was thinking about that, quite mm-hmm. honestly. And I said, you know, because the experts like to say that, you know, the disciplining of your biological children should be done by the biological parent. Okay. Right. Um, you know, I kind of find that maybe I, I can see that point. Mm-hmm. I said, I know for, for us that maybe would not have worked mm-hmm. so much in the structure of our home, Yeah, um, you know, um, in terms of levels of respect mm-hmm. and, um, you know, um, but disciplining with love. Of course, right. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I my I laugh because my kids say, you talk too much. You're always lecturing <laughs> us, you know, and I say, I want you to know where I'm coming from and yeah. understand everything. It's you know, heart, right? that is yeah. not just a you know, you're not just in trouble, you yeah. know, right. and you're not just taking things away. I want you to understand what what I'm doing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, for us, it just it, it balanced, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, um, you know, who, whoever felt that the discipline should go through. So it was okay. never like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to wait and tell your dad, you okay. know, so he can discipline you. So or, that was not a rule in your family. It was not. Does it depend on the age of the children when they enter the blended family? Like your, your kids were young. Mm-hmm. Like what if, what if you guys got married and the kids were already teenagers? Like, would that be the same rule that you would just discipline your non-biological children as a teenager who just entered the blended family? We'll be right back to the interview, but first we wanted to share something that we are really excited about. So, you know, we all have those times where we don't feel super connected to our spouse and we really don't know what conversations to have to get us to that connected place. And then on top of that, we're so busy that we don't prioritize those conversations. And that's why we created the monthly live date night. And Monthly Live Date Night is every month on a Friday night for 90 minutes, 60 minutes. We focus on a topic that uh, you guys pick. And then 30 minutes, we do a QA and a and it's live where we're all together asking questions and giving answers on topics related to your marriage, your intimacy. And we share tools. Uh, We have handouts that we call homework because we want you to be there to listen and to soak in. But we really want you to take action in your marriage, too. So come join us live for the next monthly live date night. Check the link in the show notes for dates and details. All right. Back to the interview. Um, I do think it changes it a little bit. Right. Because when your kids are young, they can um, adapt Mm -hmm. fairly well to things. Right. right? And and my kids did. Five is young. yeah. 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 And that was your oldest at the time. Correct. Yeah. And that was your husband's biological son. Yes. At five. Okay. 
And so, you know, as kids get older, you know, and we know as through their developmental stages and things like that. And I tell them, as you become more adult than kid, right? They, mm-hmm. have, they have opinions and thoughts and things like that. And also what people recognize is that your, your parenting style or your discipline structure changes as your kids get older, right? right? So, you know, you do get to the point where you're talking more, you're, you know, maybe taking things away, you know, mm-hmm. or doing different type of discipline structures. Um, you know, as they get older and you're honoring the fact that they are. And so more um, adult than kids. (laughs) (laughs) And so, um, well, it's funny because kids often wonder, like, you know, they struggle with that. They struggle with the fact that, you know, I have opinions and nobody values that. Right. I have thoughts and it doesn't have to be done right now. Well, actually, it didn't. You know, Mm. the clothes didn't actually have to be folded right now, but it was the preference of the adult. Sure. Right. Right. And it's like, and so they understand the difference of, it didn't have to be done right now. You're just making me. Uh-huh. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, you know, but with our 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 kiddos and our families, as we as they get older, you know, you that's the reason why we have to do that. You form that united front and mm-hmm. we have to do the hard work ahead of time. Mm-hmm. We absolutely have to talk about those pieces. It's not something that you just gloss over. So a lot of times we have this blended family thing where we add each other and stir. Mm-hmm. right and it's just supposed to mix and blend well like kool-aid right mm-hmm. <laughs> and um and and that's the fallacy of it right yeah. it's just like oh, it'll, it'll all work it's out water. you know oh it'll just work out I'm like no 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 families take work right mm-hmm. all families take work and when you're bringing in you know two different family structures together extra work extra work right <laughs> and so doing the work ahead of time right even in discussing those things of discipline um, discussing the issues of, you know, how are we going to run our house? You know, mm-hmm. how are things different from, you know, each household? What are the traditions? Yeah. You know, what are the things that we need to consider, you know, and what things you want to bring mm-hmm. in? Hey, and then consider having that actual uh, uh, family meeting, Yes. you know, prior to this. So we can always talk about and feel valued and have contributions right. To, you know, even if the kiddo is five. Yes, for sure. You know, and that's that proactive mm-hmm. versus reactive communication absolutely actually that's that's really good um and so you have um being able to do that you Mm -hmm. know and um have the conversations have the tough conversations Mm -hmm. right i mean if you need to get someone to help guide you through that do that okay be empowered do that you know if you need to seek out a therapist or counsel Mm -hmm. at your church or there's another family that's similar to them i base a lot of things off of there was a family that had three boys Okay. And they were older than my kids. Uh So that was one of my go-tos when things were going on in the family or in the house. And I don't know how to deal with this. And I don't know how to do that. Um, What should I do here? Did I overstep my bounds here? You Mm -hmm. know, because there were times I'm, yeah, I'm sure my husband would say that I overstepped my bounds. (laughs) Sure. Well, and vice versa. I mean, what parent doesn't, Absolutely. And I think that's, it's a learning process for the adults. Like, yeah, I'm, parenting is hard. Yeah, it is, and it it's constant. Like you know, Adeline will be a little cherub one day, and this is my biological, and then a while later, she's. I'm like, where in the world? <laughs> like, where'd you come from? Come you know. From. So yeah. I mean, I can imagine on the other side, like then you're hesitating. You know, how do I address this? So mm-hmm. it's constant learning process knowing that like yeah we should look out for resources and be constantly improving our own like reaction to our Mm -hmm. kids not just the reaction to each other but also the reaction to the kids like 
like what your son s- said to you mm-hmm. at the very beginning, like, no, this is my dad's house. Like <laughs> you you had to watch your reaction. I'm sure mm-hmm. I was wow. wanting to ask that, like, you know, how did you approach that? Cause that's, that could, you could have taken that very offensively. You could have, you know, there are many different ways you could have went with that. Like, how did you react to that? You know what? I, I think God was been with me for a long period time. (laughs) He really did help through a lot of things that Mm. we kind of went through, Um, you know, uh, just in terms of giving me patience Mm -hmm. to really understand, you know, where this young person was coming from. Right. And so my kid was and he's they're my kids. I come out. They're all my kids. All of them. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So that was one of the things in our home, actually, um, is that there were no steps. In our family, yes. right? There, there were no steps. The only steps are the steps, you know, the you, stairway going in, up, yeah. right? We're we're all together. We're all one unit, yes. you know. Yes. Um, you know, so I'm gonna fight for you like anybody else, and mm-hmm. you know, everything is 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 as you need it. That's good. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, being able to be really uh, patient, observant, and kind of understanding. Um, and I mean, mm-hmm. it's not to say that it didn't give a little. Um, edge to my back a little bit, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of course. It tightened up a little bit, but it was like, mm-hmm. okay, well, how how is he seeing it through yeah. there? Um, and I, quite honestly, I can't really, um, I know that I handled it well. Like, well, I understood. And I said, yeah, it, I think it was something to, to the matter of, yeah, it, it was you're in your dad's house, mm-hmm. you know, but now we're going to be coming to live here too. It's going to be our house. Uh-huh. And, um, he seemed to accept that, yeah. you know, yeah. so he didn't, you know, but he's a, he's a really cool kid, you yeah. know, yeah, yeah. so a cool he young is. man, he's 25 yeah. now. Yeah. So he's a young man. He's, he's a young <laughs> man. He's a good yeah. <laughs> I like that you focused on his experience in that moment. I mean, there's, I think there's a balance between like letting a kid just disrespect you, but you focused on his experience and you thought, yeah, you're right. Like this was his you home. This is what he's it. used to. It's like the, um, the metaphor. And you kind of talked about it with the Kool-Aid, right? Like, you know, just bl- stir and mix it's blended, but really it's not, a, it's not like a blender where everything just blends together and it's a smoothie. Um, it's more like a crock pot, right? Where some of the kids are those carrots that just take a little bit longer to cook and get tender. And you have to identify that in each child and each dynamic can be like a carrot, you know? You know, just to piggyback off that, um, I'm working with a, a couple right now that um, you, even though they have, they're bringing multiple kids together mm-hmm. in their family and they both recognize in each other that the other um, works with the other uh, other you know kids better sometimes. Mm. Like you know they're they, they work with their non biological yeah their non biological kids sometimes they like are able to speak to them in a like like this person needs non escalation like, mm-hmm. they just need a very calm soothing voice in this or this person really needs empathy and they do really well addressing those different needs in the kids and they acknowledge that but they also acknowledge the fact that they can sometimes flare up Mm. when it's not their style yeah and so just working through some of this stuff when it's not like well in counseling is so helpful right because you're not escalated Mm -hmm. you know you're not yelling at each other and it's not with the kids so it's a good time to kind of put everything on the table and say, you know, like we need to talk about this. What do you think? Do you recommend that um, families come to counseling as a whole family 
or as just a couple or in what order? What's what's your preferred style of working with a blended family? My preferred style is um, a lot of times I sometimes will meet with the the entire family first. Okay. Right. Mm. Um, because I want to see the dynamics. Sure. Right. Yeah. I want to see how everybody comes in, comes yeah. into my office and, you know, mm-hmm. and see how everyone's um, interacting with each other. Yes. Right. I will then break up the family. Right. Uh-huh. I want to bring the marital couple in because, mm-hmm. you know, they are the core. Yeah. Right. And they are, they set the tone. You know, so their division sets division in their house. Their unity brings unity to the house, Love you that. know, brings structure. So, um, you know, being able to bring them in um and I love it when people are proactive and actually come in before, you know, before the marriage, because you can reduce the risk, you know, of divorce. That's what the fear is, right? That this is not going to work, right? Yeah. That we're not going to be able to make this work. And um, what's always interesting is uh, one of the first things I love to tell people is like, look, it takes five to seven years for a family uh, um, that comes together, a blended family to form their new family identity. Wow. So... They, you know, sometimes we think, oh, it's been a year and we're still not getting along. And we should be getting along, right? Right. And we should. And I often tell people, I said, look, I say it all goes back to the same things of bringing a group together, right? Storming and norming, right? Mm, it always yeah. comes back to that. Those same functions have to go, you know, have to have to work itself through. It's just working it out in your family. Mm. And so, um, you know, and once people recognize that, oh, well, we're, we're kind of where we're kind of supposed to be. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> you're kind of working things out yeah, and it takes and, that and long. it's, and it takes that long. I said, yeah. it happens that way when we get married, it happens mm-hmm. that way. You know, as you notice, I said, after about five years, you know, you mm-hmm. stop with the up and down so much, you know, okay. or feeling like, you know, there, there's yeah. that rift and I got to be me and I got to take care of me and, you know, mm-hmm. and make sure you see who I am and all these right. different things. Um, you know, and then you start to recognize that everything is not, uh, a, a deal breaker. Uh, right. You yeah. know, and that's what we feel oftentimes. So especially like with marriages and remarriages and yeah. things of that nature, that first year, two mm-hmm. years, you're looking just, for that deal breaker. Right. right? And, yeah. and, and they're feeling like they're, I, it always makes me it just hurts my heart when I see people get married, you know, divorced and then like a year or two. And I'm like, you didn't give it enough time. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, um, so probably because you see so many people like work it out. You know, like yeah, you, absolutely. you're dealing with this all the time and you could see like, hey, if these people would have been proactive, maybe, or would have given it a, more of a chance. Yeah, because the thing is, is that there's no hopeless marriage, mm. right? And there's no hopeless families. You know, if we're able to put the work in, right? And it's like whatever we're willing to put in, the, I call it put it in the soup, you know? So we're we're in uh, in a session in the office and we have this cute little sand tray that Carissa made. It was <laughs> Maybe it was Adam. <laughs> but, um, but I always tell him, I'm like, put it in the soup. Yeah. You know, let's put out the hard things that we need to talk about. Let's put it in the soup. Oh, that's good. So you actually have them pull sand tray toys and put it in the sand tray mm-hmm. to create the soup. The things soup. we got to talk about. We'll pull out the feelings, Django, put words in there, Love just different it. things. Nice. You know, let's put out the things that we don't want to talk about. It's hard to talk about. That's the work Good. we do here. Right. I love it. And so, um, you know, but just being able to recognize that that, you know, that, that you're in normal stages of development of a group, yes. you know, this is what's happening. So and so and it helps to take some of that pressure off because mm-hmm. the pressure is that we should be through this already. Yeah. And, and if we're not through with it, maybe we're not 
to be together. Right. It wasn't mm-hmm. meant to be together. You know, yeah. um, it just didn't work. We're mm-hmm. broken. We're too broken. And that's why divorce rates for uh, second and third marriages are so much higher than even first marriages. They're like 60 percent. Yeah. You and know? then it goes into like 70 to 80 for a third marriage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's really high and really difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, it's often interesting. I love uh, when I have couples that come in that have had these previous marriages, right? Mm-hmm. And now they're coming finally, yeah. some of, uh, sometimes yeah. on the third marriage. right? Um, and it's like, uh, I, I often tell them, I'm like, I'm so glad you're now finally here to do the work. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. said, you finally realize that it's it's time to do the work. There's some things that we need to you know, figure out yeah. um, for your level of functioning so that you're not repeating the same mistakes as you've repeated for stage one, and stage, you know, marriage yeah. one and marriage two right. or marriage one. You know, yeah. um, we all mm-hmm. contribute. Yes, you know, yes. <laughs> to to um, what's good and bad in our marriages. Right. We right. all contribute. Um, and so, you know, um, being able to put things in perspective, mm-hmm. um, uh, understand the stages of what's going on. Yeah. Um, understand that, you know, there's certain things that we absolutely cannot gloss over, mm-hmm. sweep under the rug, think yeah. that it just throw it in the closet and it uh-huh. just won't show up again. No, it's coming back out. So <laughs> I just laugh. I just laugh sometimes because they're like, you're so direct. I was like, I don't know any other plate way to be, yeah. Yeah. you yeah. know, because, you know, these things are going to be showing totally. back up, you know, education and, on those topics. That's important. Yeah. So you got to, you're that ro- in that role you're educating the couple and I, I guess that that's kind of like on our third point yes. I, I guess we're like dancing around it right yeah, now yeah right? exactly so the third pitfall that uh blended families mm-hmm. can experience what is that that's thinking you're alone in the struggle mm-hmm. right so, so we can't let her uh, get a therapist because that will let someone else in well mm-hmm. is that we can't let ministry no we can't we have to have this little perfect like facade mm-hmm. you know even though things that's why we, sometimes we hear over the pulpit you know the pastors always talk about how um you know the families you know are looking so great at church and they go home and it's just like hellfire per it's se your, <laughs> it's your instagram uh profile right <laughs> and you know and 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 um and the problem is this is that um we talked about some of the other pieces you know of um, not being of being reactive and not proactive and mm-hmm. thinking that we ought to be at certain stages and we should have conquered certain things and we should, you know, that we, and that we just know everything, mm-hmm. yeah. right. you know, parenting in a step family is different than parenting your biological, you know, mm-hmm. fa- in a family, right. Or a traditional family unit. Um, it's different. It's the same, but it's different. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's different toolkits and tools. So you mm-hmm. talked about, you know, one of the parents was able to really empathize and they were able to speak calmly in certain voices. You know, those are things, those are skills. You know, yes. when we talk about communication skills, communication skills are needed for everybody. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Especially sure. families as you know, because that's the biggest thing. Have you noticed how people Kind of, I call it. They they don't talk to people outside of their families the way that they talk to their families. Right, that is true. The filters come way down. Yes, and it's almost like they don't give respect like they do to strangers, but to their own family members. Absolutely, yeah. it's amazing to me. And I said, would you yeah. talk to your coworker that way? Mm-hmm. No, because you get fired. Yeah, <laughs> right. That amazing. But yet, and then when, we fire them emotionally, almost like right. right? Mm. And so, um, you know, 
the thing is, is that with the families and just thinking that you're the only person to struggle with this, mm. that, you know, your your own um, unmet expectations, right? Because mm-hmm. this is what you thought should happen. Right. And it's like, you know, how many people actually read the literature that's out there on, you know, forming a step, you know, step yeah. family, right? Yeah. And people are actually doing that. Most people are not. Yeah. You yeah, know, like, oh, it's just right. going to work out. Yes. So right? speaking of literature, we want to get some recommended resources from you. Um, so if someone is thinking about marrying someone who has children or they are in a blended family, what are some resources that you would recommend for them? Let's see. It would be um, before marriage and after marriage, right? Yeah, either way. Yeah. Oh, well, my first resource is get some help. Okay. Get some help. <laughs> 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 I mean, it, there's there's no re- reason to recreate the wheel, yeah. right? And there's some things that you can put in place in terms of a plan, you know, or a, getting a, a better understanding, mm-hmm. you know, beforehand, right? Yeah. So don't wait till the fire hits. Yeah. Let's be prepared to say, hey, this is what we're going through. Okay. Um, it's really cute. I have a little couple that comes in there getting ready for their first child. Aww. And so they wanted to get some things worked out prior mm-hmm. to the kid coming to into this world, the smart. baby coming in, right? Yeah. And it's very smart. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Very smart. Love that proactive. Yes. Aspect. And so that's the same attitude that mm-hmm. we actually have to have when we are bringing in two different fa- you know, family structures. Yes. Right. Um, so get counseling. Get counseling. Okay. Get counseling somewhere, you know. Yeah. Um, and so that you're coming in already understanding what the dynamics could look like. Sure. What things you need to put in place. Dispelling that. some of those myths. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, um, that's like number one. Then there mm-hmm. are lots of resources really out there, right? Okay. Um, and then so Dr. Gary Chapman just came out with the Blended Families. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that's a excellent resource in yeah. terms of, um, you know, we all like our, our it's always funny because within um, church, you know, we always want to be able to have everything, you know, under <laughs> a biblical uh, umbrella and it's sure. like you know we want to make sure everything is sound right. and things like yeah. that you know because the things of the world are different than the way we experience them here right, right. um and so um so you have that um there are lots of different books and i actually have um some resources that um i actually sent them i didn't send them okay but, <laughs> but you'll send them and we'll link well, them, we'll in, link the them yeah, in the show we'll link them in okay but there's um there's a couple of cool things that are out there um, in terms of um, checklists for blended families, mm-hmm. right? Um, things to kind of go through. Um, one of the resources is, is actually really cool. is It's, it's um, called um, Black and Married with Kids. Ooh, okay. Right? I've seen that. And yeah. it's a couple with, uh, their name is Ronnie and uh, Tyler. Um, they have a YouTube channel, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've seen that. Okay. You know, and I love it. It's so biblically yeah, based. Um, I don't find that it's it's really race based and the city based at all. Okay. It's just good old sound of yep. old face old fashioned advice, you uh-huh. know. Um, yeah. but they get to the nitty grit of the issues, you nice. know, the things, you know, I, I appreciate people who are direct. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's helpful, especially yeah. in this day and age, right? Right. And yeah. it's like nothing cliche, just straight things yeah. that, that work, right? So we'll link their YouTube channel and resources that you send to us. Um, and then Gary Chapman's book on blended families and yes. the five love languages. And then um, anything else? Then we know? have Rondale's site, right? Rondale. Yeah. Yes. Excellent. Yeah. Um, um, excellent kind resource. Kind of been the staple. Yes, he's for... very much so. And he, on his his, his webpage, is Family Life Blended. Mm-hmm. Um, so lots of resources, mm-hmm. books, podcasts, mm-hmm. you know, things, you know. So one of the biggest things is just keep yourself immersed, yes. right? In so the true. things that are all things family, right? Mm-hmm. Because 
all of us have things we can learn. Absolutely. None of us have just totally, you know, conquered the market on this. You yes. know, we're just able to do everything perfectly. I still make mistakes, right? I make mistakes as a wife. I make mistakes as a <laughs> all mom. Of us, right? You know? The thing is, is, right when you get it figured out, it changes. <laughs> yes, yeah. it does. It's like we thought we had two year old just figured out. Nope. <laughs> now we're three. <laughs> I had no idea that parenting older children you know adult, adult children, children we wouldn't know yet would be as as hard as it is mm-hmm. and I'm I'm like wow I'm actually like what happened to the earlier years you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like now I'm working you know yeah. now I'm working yeah. I'm having to apply a lot of clinical skills Here we go. <laughs> yeah, a lot of good communication yes yes yeah. and so um you know but um just immersing yourself really with all of the information that's out there um you know and recognizing that you are not alone please mm-hmm. seek out the resources i said there's someone else there's plenty plenty of people that are undergoing the same circumstances that you are. Do not feel like you have to recreate the wheel, Mm -hmm. you know, get tips, figure some things out, Mm -hmm. um, you know, learn from them, you know, um, develop relationships with your kids, Mm -hmm. all of your kids, spend time alone with each kid. You know, sometimes we just all blend in there together and it's like, no, you need that one-on-one time, right? In education, we call it like two, two for 10, right? And um, so we'll spend two minutes a day for 10 days oh. with one child, just talking specifically with one child about life nice. and what's kind of going on Just being on with intentional them. that I'm going to get my two minutes in with Absolutely. so-and-so Absolutely. Get down on their level. On their level. The because you feel, you'd be amazed how many kids don't feel heard, not mm. listened to, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and how do we build those connections, you know, mm-hmm. so that kids feel safe, right? So it's the yeah. same things we have to bring into our families, right? Yes. And and be able to have that connection, have that bond bond Mm -hmm. you know I laugh so the same child that told me this was you know mine and my dad's house right (laughs) I have to kick him out of my room right (laughs) Um, so so do I say um you know your dad's coming up here right (laughs) (laughs) that's great I love it and um you know and so I said but it's being intentional taking Mm -hmm. them out going and spend time with them, you know, mm-hmm. um, learning about them yes. um, and, and hearing them, you know, that's and that's why I say, I say, I wish I'd had some of the skills that I have now, yeah. you know, early on um, mm-hmm. and the just tools, really, you know, yeah. Serious. yeah. And I wonder sometimes what, what a difference would it would have made, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. You know, um, if my kids had just been heard more, you know, yes. their issues, their things that were going on, sure. um, you know, if my husband had been heard more, you yeah. know, all yeah. of that. You know what I mean? So true. Um, because what was interesting, and I didn't mention this, is that we, you know, when you talk about the families and families coming together oh. and, and step families and things like that, is everyone has this feeling. So, you know, I, you know, women oftentimes feel um, or we bring our kids into the situation we feel responsible. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, I learned later on that my husband um, didn't, um, what did he feel? He felt like, um, he was being compared really a lot of times, you know, or that um, they wouldn't receive him. They wouldn't love him the same. And I was just like floored, right? I'm like, my kid was like a year and a half, you know? And so, um, but we all have our insecurities, sure. right? Yeah. And there's all things and thought process that we ca- that we think about, but we don't always bring them to the table. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it was there's years. no safe place because that requires a lot of vulnerability mm-hmm. to bring those insecurities. And if we haven't got to that stage because of being threatened or whatever, 
yeah, those won't come out, but they will be reactively coming out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. So, so like, there are so many good nuggets here. Yeah. And we're just like very thankful that you were so transparent and straightforward. Yeah. We Thank like- you for sharing your own experiences <laughs> yeah. too. It's oh, so helpful to have, in addition to the, the clinical expertise that you have, um, to have your own experiences. So folks, um, get some help, get some resources on board. We're going to link the resources that she shared. Um, if you want to get in touch with Cynthia, um, you can go to imagineMeFC.com. You can also email her at IM, so the letter I, the letter M, Cynthia, at ImagineMeFC.com. And uh, she also has her phone number listed as a public contact. So you can contact her business line at 916-272-0950. She's an amazing therapist. Uh, If you are in the Sacramento area, she has so many hands-on play therapy and creative therapy techniques. I love walking into the office and just seeing everything everywhere. It's like, it's like, what's going on in here? Um, well, you know, yeah. she's so talented with children and yeah, we Families, see that yeah. couples. Yeah. She's great. So, um, even if you're not in the area, she does online counseling as well. And I was, I was so impressed. She was a go-to right when COVID hit. Cause I was like, how are you doing online counseling with kids? And she had all these like, you know, techniques she was using and ideas. And she sent us this Google doc with yeah, all, these, amazing. all these ideas. <laughs> but, um, so we're going to close today. Um, so Cynthia, we close all of our podcasts by asking you to do the dear young married couple letter. So thinking back to the first couple years of your marriage, what advice do you wish you would have received? And then fill in the blank, dear young married couple. So dear young married couple, Uh, The advice I actually wish I had received is the knowledge of the marital dance. Mm. And I, I often teach from experience, right? And I go from what, what, what I know and understanding that it takes time to form and norm your marriage. I had a lot of expectations that were higher. So did my husband and boy, were we reactive, right? <laughs> but, you know, sometimes if, if people could learn to let it ride its course, right? Let it ride its course, um, you know? And so if I had had that information, I, I wouldn't have been as stressed, you know, about mm-hmm. and or rigid, you know, because you try to manhandle things mm-hmm. or try to make things happen. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I wish I had someone had just talked to me about the marital dance, you Mm -hmm. know, and, and, and what that looks like as two very selfish, you know, because we're all involved in ourselves, right. Taking care of ourselves, you know, learning to become one. Yes. And that takes time. It doesn't take six months. It doesn't take a year. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take two years. You know, really, we're going to five, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's good. I think it takes a lifetime. It can. Right. It does, yeah. you know, because it's still changing, you know. And yeah. so um, those are that. I always go back and I think about that, you know. Dance, and it's like, yeah. you know, um, and, and that's what makes me passionate about working with with my couples, you know, and it's funny because, um, in my company, um, in the business and the practice, it's, you know, so our main thing is imagine me, Uh right. And then we offset. So we talk about imagine us, that's couples. Okay. Imagine we, that's family. Okay. Um, imagine me thrive is like an individual 
um, want to maybe change over business, like things it. like yeah. that, just different yeah. life goals, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Imagine Me Play, uh-huh. right? That's for my kiddos, right? Yes. So I love working with my kiddos. That's but, great. you know, we all need to know that, you know, we can see life differently, mm-hmm. right? Life can be different, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you feel like it's just so stuck, yeah. you know? And so it's true. like, you know, I, I, I encourage you to look again. You know, oh, and that's and that see. imagine piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, Look again. again. That's Look so again good. and see, you know, what can happen with this marriage. There's no helpless marriage, uh, hopeless marriages, no hopeless families, no hopeless kids. Mm-hmm. You know, it can all be taken care of. It can all be done if we want to put in the work. Uh, so good. You heard it, folks. <laughs> Thank you, Cynthia, for being with us, for sharing Thank your heart. You. And um, we will link everything you shared and her contact information in the show notes, people. So, Thank you. Thank oh, thank you. you guys. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, friends. We really hope that you got a ton out of today's conversation. And if you want help, if you want personal guidance with individual counseling or couples counseling, or even help with you as a couple reaching the goals you have, just reach out. Give us a call at 916-678-1797 or shoot us an email at hello at dearyoungmarriedcouple.com. No matter where you are in the world or in your marriage, we can set up a counseling session with you and we can work toward progress. We also post marriage advice regularly on our Instagram, which is at Dear Young Married Couple. And we'd love for you to join us in conversation there. All right. See you next week. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.